Hello, hello, and happy new year. If you're tuning in, you're listening to Beyond the Code, and your hostess with the mostest is Pearl Way, all the way from the Bay. <laughs> I just rhymed, oh my god. I feel so proud. Like, I think I should just like drop this whole law and just become a rapper at this point. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And once again, happy new year. It's a new episode, new year, new episode, new me, and new tech you know tech issues every single day it's like i open my phone and it's like this is happening this is happening there's just a lot happening i can't believe the holidays is over like i just want to say for a fact that i had such a lazy holiday to the point where i had like a smart speaker because i was living in the south with my brother and i'm like alexa turn on the lights alexa turn this on and now i'm back to the bay the ghetto ratatata <laughs> and i'm just so i'm just like how does everything work like i'm so lazy to stand up and turn off my lights and like i was trying to record this podcast and i was like okay how do i record a podcast like i literally forgot what app to like use to to turn it on but you know we have to get back to the grind we have you know there's just so much going on and like we have legacies to create there's just so much happening with our tech products and with social media platforms that you know i really do hope you know moving forward for 2020 that this podcast will be front and center to you know basically let everybody know what is happening um to be aware of like their online rights to be aware of the policies involved in creating these laws um one quick side note is that i have now joined the ios 13 gang and i'm just so like i'm really stressed because i use an iphone 7 yes i am for a tech enthusiast i am so backward on tech products so i've just never been excited by ios updates and i've been avoiding my ios updates and like i don't so basically i switch off my phone technically before sleeping and unfortunately some days ago while i was in the south i left my phone on and my wi-fi so my wi-fi was on my phone was locked and it was charging so you can only imagine what happened i woke up and i thought my phone had crashed i was like why is my phone white like it was just saying welcome bienvenue and every other language that comes in i was like oh my phone has updated so you updated to ios 13 and i'm just like I feel like a and like a mom just looking at her phone like okay what where do I press what do I click like everything looks so new to me and I'm just so frustrated but the whole idea is like new year new me new iOS I guess so I'm now using iOS 13 and I'm just like not looking forward to learning anything new but I guess you know the world has finally caught up with me and now I'm I guess I'm now tech savvy. <laughs> so we thank God for that. So moving should I head to the topic for today? Um, I feel like a lot of people know about or I've heard about something called the CCPA. And this episode is hopefully like going to address that as quickly and as briefly as possible. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I just want to get the facts out so that everybody knows what they're dealing with and hopefully just kind of be more aware of what this law would entail. So are you with me? Starting in five, four, three, two, and one. All right, so the CCPA is the California Consumer Privacy Act. And January 1, 2020, when everybody was like, Happy New Year, kissing, loving up. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. 
I don't want to tell my story, but like, as of January 1, 2020, I was in the club and they were playing, yeah, it was like Happy New Year and they were playing um, Ed Sheeran's Darling I Will Be Loving You till 17. I'm trying to remember the name of the song, but it's Ed Sheeran. And everybody was slow dancing and I kid you not, your hostess was in the middle of all that slow dancing and kissing and just like being hella awkward. Like it was the most awkward moment ever because and everybody was like all booed up and i was just like in the middle just in this like oh wait the ccpa is out so i was just like scrolling through on my phone like oh the ccpa is out so i mean for what is worth i was alone but i was learning new things like the ccpa so this is what the ccpa is about the ccpa basically is a new privacy act to protect california users so california is home to over 20 million people and it's home to every single tech company. So my backyard, I literally, like, myself and Mark Zuckerberg are literally neighbors. I'm like, hey, Mark, got a newspaper for today? Ah, I see you. That's how close we are. Like, I'm joking. Like, we're not that close, but, like, it's pretty close. Like, where he lives and where I live is pretty close. So um, because of, how, like, the fact that there are a lot of tech companies here and a lot of tech innovations, it was only fair that California kind of had to step up to basically play catch up with all the activities that these tech companies get into and protect its users. So what the law entails, I'm going to, I would say there are three major categories you just know about. The first one is the law provides that you have a right to know, you have the right to deletion, and then you have a right to non-discrimination. So looking at the right to know. So I just want to, so I'm going to give a an example using myself. So I am Pearl Wazigway and there are so many things that a lot of people know about me. There are so many things that a lot of people do not know about me, but there are certain things, there are a lot of things tech companies have about me and I like to call them data points. So data points are just basically, you know, things that, you know, are being collected about you, your personal information. And I would say, give or take, if we're using Facebook, for example, I started using Facebook in 2010. I think I was 15 at the time. So it's probably like, let's say 10,000 data points are literally about Pearl Easy So the whole idea of the right to know is I can reach out to Facebook and say, hey, Facebook, can you tell me what you know about, like what you have on me? What is the data you've collected about me? What is information that you've collected about me? So you might ask, like, is it that simple? Well, I mean, I want to say yes. I mean, let's just let's just get our hopes up and feel like it's that simple. Like, you can reach out to Facebook, send an email saying this is what you, like you do want to know what they have about you from the year 2010 to 2019, and you they can't deny you that, right? So the whole question is, okay, what type of information can you ask? And the CCPA basically provides that everything personal so your personal information like pi and i do mean private investigators so private pri personal information like things like your passwords your ip address things that characterize you I, I feel like i always keep saying categorize but it's actually characterize you so the things that make up me so for example, my race, I'm a black woman, um, my email address, my Twitter handle, where I live, my location, Berkeley, California, all those kind of things are my personal information. It's like all these data points 
um, the CCPA kind of has a very broad definition of what the personal information is. And I think it's a good thing because you don't want to remember by like you're asking for this and the company is like, oh no, that's not personal information. So the CCPA kind of has a very broad definition. So you can, you have every right to ask about anything and hopefully get like your request, your data and have it, you know, basically sent to you. So the next thing is you can ask for a deletion and you can ask that your data not be sold. So most of the times, I for me, I believe that a deletion of data is not completely possible. Yes, I hate to break it to everybody. Like it's almost impossible to have a full scrub off of your data. I mean, except you work in the CIA where you're like, I erase my identity. It's very tricky because most of the time these companies have traded your data, like they've shared it with other companies. So let's, let me give you an example. You know how you Google some stuff and then you go on Instagram or Facebook and you see an ad for that thing. It's very scary. It's like, oh my God, are they listening? Sometimes they are listening, but there's a simpler way to understand it. So if you Google furniture, like you want to buy a new chair for your for your house, you Google that furniture, you see a lot of like IKEA, you see Wayfair, you see a lot of like companies that sell this chair, right? And the next thing you know, you open your Instagram and you see an ad saying, sale, sale, discount, discount, IKEA, Wayfair. And you're like, wait, how? I just, I mean, what, what? What just happened is called target advertisement. I plan to have a different episode on that. But what just transpired is that Google kind of shared your data with Instagram or Facebook. So it's like, I really want to go in depth, but I don't want to confuse. But I'm just going to say like all that data is being shared. So it's very hard for Google, for you to reach to Google and say, oh, please delete that data. It's like, oh, we've already shared your data though. So it's like, do I, it's like Google now has to reach out to Instagram. Instagram has to reach out to the company. It's a long process. So what they usually do is that they tend to anonymize your data. So it would not say, okay, Pearl at so-so-so time, at so-so-so place, Google this. It would just say a person or an entity, you know, Google for this information. And this is what came up. This were the search queries that came up, that kind of thing. So that's what usually happens. They anonymize your data. Another thing is that you have a right to say, do not sell my data. So it's always been like the big question, like, okay, how do companies make money when all these things are free? Google Map is free, Facebook is free, Twitter is free, Instagram is free. How do they make money? They make money by selling your data. Like data is the new oil. And with the CCPA, you have a right to say, don't sell my data. But the tricky part is nobody really knows what sell means. Like, you know, for those of us who are lawyers and for people who are really interested in this area, the thing about law is that whenever laws are created, laws are very ambiguous. It takes courts, it takes articles and scholarly journals to kind of like interpret what these laws mean. So it's like, okay, what does it mean to sell? Because many of these companies like Instagram would say that they do not sell your data. They simply share it to third parties. And it's like, okay, what, like, what is the difference between selling and sharing my data? That is a question that I'm still very troubled by. Like I'm still doing lots of research to understand. I've asked a couple of people online and I plan to read their responses, but that's just something to know. But you do have that right to say, don't sell my data, period. 
So now, another thing is like, if they do sell your data or if they do deny you the rights to know what your data is about or they violate any laws, by virtue of the CCPA, they can be fined 2500 or 7500 if they intentionally did it. Now, the person who brings an action against these tech companies is the Attorney General. And recently, the Attorney General kind of made this like you know, pleading saying that because there are too many users, for example, in California, 20, 20 million users, right? It's going to be hard for the states to bring every single action against these tech companies. So he's proposing an amendment to have, um, like to have personal actions. So like I probably can sue Facebook on my own without going through the state of California. However, the CCP actually provides an instance where I can personally sue Facebook for um for a particular thing. And that instance is when there's a data breach. So a couple years back, Yahoo had a huge data breach where a lot of emails were leaked, confidential information. Those are instances where I can sue, for example, Yahoo and say, um, my data was leaked because of your insecurities. And this is why I'm, I'm basically going to sue you, right? So those are instances. However, the CCP has not provided a full coverage of instances where a person or a personal entity can sue a corporate entity. So hopefully with more amendments, they would provide that to kind of ease the burden on the state of California. Now, I keep saying California. So it's like Cali, Cali, California, baby. Is it only restricted to California residents? No. And the reason why the CCP is not limited to California residents is because it is very tricky for tech companies to distinguish between California residents and every other resident in the country. So what many tech companies are doing is basically ruling out these privacy notices to everybody around the world, or I would say around the country and maybe around the world, because because when people tend to migrate or move. So for example, I was in South Carolina three month three weeks ago, I still got the notice. And I wasn't in South Carolina, right? I wasn't in California, right? So it's just very tricky for them to distinguish between California residents and non-California residents. So it's been applicable everywhere, even though lots of tech companies are pushing for a federal law. So that is like an, a universal law for the whole country, but still is the same thing. So com- companies like Microsoft, Firefox, Mozilla, they've already started ruling out these policies that are applicable to everybody in the country. And I'm guessing probably like worldwide, like it will become an international law. So the last thing I would say is that there are differences between the CCPA and the GDPR. So Europe is like way, way ahead, like Angela Merkel, you know, and the rest of them are just like, you know, running shit, doing things faster than all of us. They have better privacy and tech laws. And like the difference is that like with GDPR, GDPR requires consent. Like before you can even collect my data, you need to ask me, like you need to ask my consent. You need to ask Francois and Angela, like, okay, can I collect your data, right? But with the CCPA is that there's no consent at this point. All the law provides is that you're allowed to know what is being collected about you. You're allowed to ask that, you know, this data be deleted. And another thing the GDPR kind of does is that it minimizes data collection. So if Facebook usually collects 10 data points every time you post. So imagine 
like for every time you post on Facebook, they collect your location, they collect your battery life, what service carrier you're using, they collect, you know, photos of you, those kind of things. All these are data points, unless it's like maybe amounts like 10, right? Now, GDPR kind of minimizes that. Like they will just say, okay, no, you're going to collect maybe her name, maybe her location, maybe her photo. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't collect anymore. But the CCPA doesn't provide for that. It just says collect, but if they ask, be sure to give them what they ask for, right? Um, so those are kind of like some differences. And obviously, there are more. And over time, I'll be sharing this on my social media to kind of see the differences between like the GDPR and the CCPA. Another thing to note is that if you decide to not sell your data, the question is, okay, well, if I'm not selling my data, would I get the service for free? Because literally that's how these companies make their money. Um, the CCPA provides that you can still get free services. However, you might get a downgraded version of it. So if you real, like, if you start noticing that you're not getting a full version of what you used to have because you chose not to sell your data, it's kind of allowed, um, you know, it's like quid pro quo, you know, I'm trying to make money. You're trying not, you're trying to not make me money. Something has to give and it's allowed, right? But you are, you can't, like the company cannot say because you're not selling your data, you're not going to get a free service. You just might get a downgraded version of it. So that's something that you should keep in mind. So lastly, we're going to go through Instagram's privacy notice. So while everybody was singing and getting booed up, in the club i was reading the privacy privacy notice of instagram and i'm just like making it quick just very quickly one thing that you should note is that like on instagram it says that it would share your data with third parties for business purposes but it will never sell your personal information like it doesn't sell and it's, it will never sell so what it does like looking at the notice right now it has a table with three columns the first column shows like the categories of personal information that they collect on you so they collect your photo they collect your internet network they collect your location audio visual professional employment where you work where did you school those kind of things that you provide and the second column shows how they use that information so they use that information to personalize the products to promote safety to communicate with you to perform other businesses to advertise and then the last column shows the party that they will share it with so they share it with apps websites third-party integrations for example if you use hootsuite these are the kind of things they will share it with they share with partners advertisers law enforcement so that's another thing that's like sometimes with recent activities that's been happening um Law enforcement tend to like request information about people with using their social media accounts. Like, you know, people who have tweeted that, oh, they want to do this, they want to, you know, shoot a school, God forbid, you know, start a fire, those kind of things. It might seem like a joke, but it's like intent. So law enforcement tend to request these kind of things. Um, but like like I mentioned earlier, is that for me, I still find it very uncomfortable that we don't really know the difference between sharing and selling. And that's why like, I'm still going to do research. But I did ask online and asked, okay, what is the difference between sharing and selling? And people basically told me that like, okay, the difference between, at least for lack of a better term, is that when you share, it's like Instagram's way of creating 
optimizing customer experience and improving the product. So when they are sharing your data, like with third parties. So for example, if they are sharing it with location providers, so your ability to use location filters, like, oh, you're in a particular country and you're like Australia, California, those bubbles thing, that filter, it's only possible because they are sharing your data with a location provider, those kind of things, just to improve customer experience. So in a way, it's not really a sale. It's just like, okay, we're trying to improve your experience on the platform. But the way I see it is like most of the time, it's like when they share these information, they're making some sort of consideration or profit or money off this but we don't know what so it's like okay if you're making this kind of money or if there's an exchange of something for something isn't that like a trade um so that's where my question and like where my doubts come into play and like if you guys have any thoughts on this be sure to like send me a message and you know we can dive in deeper on that okay so that really is a summary of the ccpa i mean um, there's still a lot that is happening, like because it just came out like 12 days ago. There's a lot of amendments that will still take place, a lot of updates. And um, right now, this is the most that you should know. So the basic is that like you do have a right to know, you do have a right to delete, you have a right to say do not sell my data, and you do have a right to not be discriminated against. You can't, I mean, they they can't discriminate against you for asking to know about your data so yeah that comes to the end of the definitions and what to expect in coming months so i would say that a lot of times you be like moving forward you'll be getting a lot of notifications saying oh we've updated this please read this read the terms and conditions i would you know really beg people to just like take five minutes just go through it like really glance and see okay what do i need to opt out from what do I need to say? Okay, do not sell my data. Do not do this. Just, it's like right now, many of these tech companies make the privacy policies very concise. So don't worry, I'm going to read a very long page or like 15 pages long of terms or conditions. It's very short, but it's just good to know what you're selling your data to and why or who and or just basically opt out from it, you know. So that's something you should bear in mind moving forward. So now to another portion of the episode, which I like to call my data detox. I just want to say that for 2020 resolutions, my one resolution is to be more cyber secure. So with my emails, with my phone, my laptop, everything, I'm, I've been changing my passwords like for the past couple of days. And I just want to say that if you haven't changed your password since college, if your password is still 111 or 12345, it's time it's just time to level up and change your password like say with me i'm going to level up in 2020 by changing all my passwords it's going to be tricky trying to remember because like if you're using one two three four for years your brain is gonna have a very hard time changing but you know new year guys new resolution people are trying to be healthier people are trying to be more mindful people are trying to you know do things this new year so include this is to change your password um over the next days i will be posting on social media ways to change your passwords and how to like remember these passwords like there's this amazing app called one password that stores every single password that you use and has like a master key and 
So the only thing you need to remember is the master key. Everything else that the app would remember it on your behalf and automatically log in when you're using the app. So just bear with me while we make you know good transitions in the new year. And for the segue, I would say that this year it's all about daring greatly. It's all about taking chances. It's it's like I recently experienced a huge loss um you know huge disappointment like people say i had a very huge l <laughs> um and it was it it was really painful i won't lie it's like everybody's excited for 2020 oh, 2020 new year new goals positivity lights and like i had one of you know very sad moments in the beginning of the year but one thing i tell myself is that i'm too lit to quit so if you could see me now i literally have a symbol too lit to quit and I just want to tell everybody, like, if you're going through stuff, like, just remember how far you've come. I think the beauty of the new year is as much as we're trying to aspire for new goals and ambition, it's also good to remember, like, how far we've come. How, like, the fact that we we, we scaled through 12 months in a year, we didn't die. Some of us fell sick, we got better. Some of us had huge disappointments and we still scaled this disappointment and made the best out of it. We made lemonades using these lemons. So realize that in 2020, like if you could do that in the last decade, then you can still do that and even more coming into the new decade. So that is something that I'm trying to tell myself despite the huge disappointment that I faced. It's just like reminding myself that if I could do so many things in that last decade, despite disappointment, despite the heartbreaks, despite the huge losses that I experienced and failures that I experienced in the last decade, I feel like this disappointment that came in early, I think, you know, it's just for me, it's like, it was a wake up call to like appreciate how far I've come and just like remind myself that I am too lit to quit like i just i kind of give up on myself at this point <laughs> so um that is my segue for for you and i'm just really grateful to everybody who has tuned in so if you're listening to my beautiful voice right now thank you so much there is so much to learn about the ccpa and i feel like this is just the beginner's intro i will be posting more on instagram on my on my twitter and facebook if you want to learn more if you have questions if you want to add to this conversation please shoot me an email shoot me a dm and we can continue this conversation offline um we can call speak about it but thank you so much for taking out this time to listen to it i hope it has been educated or informative <laughs> I'm like what okay yeah, I hope it's been very informative and I just want to say that this new year hopefully brings good news to everybody hopefully brings you know peace and safety to the world um, especially with everything that's been going on around the world the global crisis with the US Iran um, with Hong Kong and just like so many places in Nigeria my country it's just a lot of things that are happening um, civil unrest you know tech companies with the greed and you know, manipulations so i really do hope that this year kind of brings uh, like a restoration to the balance that was once you know internet was such a good place it was supposed to bring in innovations and not like create disparities um so hopefully you know it's a better new year and thank you so much for listening this has been pearl 
away from the Bay Area with all the love. <laughs> Thank you all so much and have an eventful year and the best decade.